Welcome to Chit Chat, a judgment-free forum for conversation around hot topics that impact the Indian American community, inspired by the latest episodes from Family Karma, the first all Indian American reality TV show on Bravo. Welcome to Chit Chat, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about dating and as it relates to marriage um, and perhaps arranged marriage. Who has been set up by their parents before? Me. I have. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't either, no. Sheetal. And I wonder if that has something to do with there's this like coming of age because we did happen to get married relatively younger. I do actually remember my mom saying at one point, um, you know, much to my <laughs> dislike and uh, my husband's dislike while we were getting married that it, I didn't know you'd be open to uh, matchmaking. I didn't know you'd be open to, to arrange marriage. And I was like, well, I think I would have been, but good thing I'm getting married, you know, <laughs> to the guy of my dreams. Was it like a blind date? I have gone on a blind date um, arranged by my parents. I'm uh, just to give you a little bit of context. I'm 35 now. This date was when I was 25. It's kind of an odd thing to be set up by your parents because when your friends set you up, they're a little more hands-off. Your parents are looking at it from a different perspective. They, they're looking at a guy that they have in mind for you, sort of their, their idea who you should be with. So it's a guy that I wouldn't have picked out myself, but I was open to the idea. We went for lunch and immediately I was flooded with texts and phone calls from my aunt, who was kind of the starting point of this whole thing, and my parents. <laughs> Very awkward. People that don't know how I am in my dating life. The auntie network. Together today. <laughs> but it's kind yeah. of also probably nice because it's already an authorized person. You don't have to worry about getting permission from your parents. You know, they say that the two things that people eventually may argue over or may separate or divorce them might be, you know, financial equity, how you spend money, and religious background. So if those two things are controlled for, because your parents kind of tend to select financial equals or religiously similar people, I think it's um, maybe you're potentially avoiding conflict down the road. There are definitely some things that they're solving for, but I think the challenge comes in when you think about what we were exposed to culturally growing up in the U.S. I didn't grow up thinking that your marriages are meant to be these functional relationships where you're meant to just meet together, share finances, and have children. We expect our marriages, or at least I did, to be so much more than that. I, I expect my marriage partner to ultimately be my best friend. And when you think about it that way, I think the search criteria becomes very, very complicated. And it's hard for your parents to help find someone for you that can serve like all of those roles. Now, whether or not it's the right thing or not, and can one person serve every single role? Probably not. But you know, I also have been set up a couple of times by my parents. Some actually, I actually went on a date with. Um, and a lot of the rest were just negotiating like, oh, have you heard of so-and-so? They'd be great for you. What do you think? And they kind of go through their quote unquote bio data and talk about like <laughs> all the great, all the great things about them. And I couldn't help but say those aren't the things that matter to me. My parents had an arranged marriage when they were very young. Uh, my mom was 17. I feel like the way that they've known marriage is that they figure that you don't know the person, but you grow to love the person, which is kind of the opposite way of 
the American way. In their eyes, I think you start off pretty neutral and grow in love. Like the American model is that the height of your love is when you're getting married and that it kind of fades over time. Both ways work. My parents too also had an arranged marriage at a very early age. She was 19, my mom. And in every relationship, you have to make things work. And I think in an arranged marriage, you're going in with that mindset in a much stronger sense because you don't know anything about each other. So the only way to make this work is figure things out. When you're just dating, I feel like you start to build expectations of the person. So it might even work in a better way, perhaps, to have this arranged marriage. I don't know. The way that it translates, at least with my parents and I, is that when they would suggest somebody, or even when I would start to date somebody, if I didn't immediately like them, they'd be like, of course you don't immediately like them. You should wait because you're going to grow in love. They expected it to be a much more slow, gradual process, whereas I expected to really like the person off the bat. The other thing that I think is super weird when people set you up is when they set you up with people who are abroad because I have no idea how the hell I'm supposed to. <laughs> I've done that to Rashika. <laughs> and me, she thought, by me. the way. Sorry. To all yeah, of- it's happened to me multiple times with multiple people Well, in I did a long distance relationship. It works. <laughs> okay. But for the most part, our getting to know each other, Nathan and I, was over the phone. Mm. And I really feel like that created a very strong foundation for us. It's almost like love is blind, you know, like the, the show on Netflix where you have to look past, you know, the being attracted to one another. I have nothing against actually arranged marriage. I've seen many of our parents go through it quite successfully because arranged marriage is such a stigma for Indian people. My gut reaction growing up was was always anti-arranged marriage and maybe I'm still growing up, but as I grew up and learned to understand what it takes to make relationships work, you start to have respect for it. I've also met people who are within our generation who themselves have actually gotten arranged marriage. The story is exactly what we've been, we've been talking about. It's that notion that you can grow to love someone as long as you both start on the same page. For me, it feels risk averse to get to know the person really well before I commit my entire life to them. When I used to talk to my parents about arranged marriage versus the love marriage, um, which is, I guess, a word that they like to use, (laughs) there was a lot of risk, especially in India 50 years ago, dating wasn't very openly conducted. Their virginal daughters couldn't be out at night and, you know, going on dates with men um, that they didn't know. So arranged marriage was the way to control for that. You introduce them to, you know, friends and families met, and then you fall in love after marriage. That was the cultural expectation is to get married young and have kids young. And now that's not the case, right? Women um, are expected to be educated and have a career in, in many cultures, particularly the Western culture that we live in. So it's just not cu- culturally relevant for it to happen the way it happened for our parents. And it only worked for them because they did it when they did it. My parents would always cite, you know, a statistic like, how can you say arranged marriage doesn't work? Because in India, the divorce rate is so low and arranged marriage is so high. And um, yeah, in America, the divorce fair. rate is 50%. And I was like, right, but like, it's so looked down upon in India that women and men who may want to get divorced, it's socially unheard of. So people Mm -hmm. won't do it and stay in horrible, loveless uh, marriages. Mm -hmm. Divorce is not a marker of good or bad happiness. Exactly. Over the years, since that arranged date I had that my mom and my aunt set up for me, I have gotten closer to my parents, particularly my mom, and tried to explain dating to her, what my experience is like. And it's really interesting explaining it to her because she doesn't understand it because she's never done it. 
I have been married before. And as a result of that, I feel like I have a lot more freedom to make dating choices than I did when I was younger. I tried to explain to her how and why you choose someone on a dating app. And she just didn't seem to understand the idea of compatibility and chemistry. All she was looking for, for me in a partner, is someone who is tall enough, good looking enough, and made enough money and came from a good family. And whatever a good family means, I'm not really sure what that means to her, but it's not something that I look for. We're trying to bridge this cultural disconnect that's just inherently there. As someone who got married prior to all the dating apps and prior to, you know, my parents trying to set me up, I do feel like I kind of missed out on this like evidence-based dating, um, you know, the compatibility, the chemistry. I basically made a decision as a 23 year old Priyanka. And like, if I look back at other decisions I made when I was 23, like my haircut or my, you know, choice of highlights, they weren't great. So at this point I'm like, man, I hope like that life partner choice uh, based on attraction at a, you know, club or a bar was the right thing to spark and start a whole relationship versus when you get set up with match.com and you know more information about that person going in sometimes. I agree. Even in my twenties, I, I felt an arranged marriage was outdated. It felt very, I guess, anti-American. We were in this, brought up in this world where we do date and you get to know the person first. And, you know, I, I, it reminds me of this scene in, a, in Frozen where Elsa tells Anna, like, you can't marry a man you just met. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm telling my daughters, you can't marry a man you just met. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, you know, my parents did. And it worked out beautifully. And I think it's because you overlook some factors when you're in your 20s. I actually think that app dating, having gone through it, is actually much more similar to arranged or yeah. set up yeah. setups than one would think. Like, because at the end of the day, you are looking at someone's bio data, mm -hmm. that you're making judgments about their backgrounds. You are 100% judging them by their looks. Yeah. Um, and you already have these like preconceived notions of, who they are or who they want to be or what they'll be like in a relationship before you even meet them. You could equate that to maybe the story you get from your parents when they're trying to set you up. I don't think you missed out on anything. <laughs> when it comes to arranged marriage, maybe I think that's the part that is hardest to accept is the preconceived notion that arranged marriage means you have no choice. I know even though my parents went through an arranged marriage, they did have a choice. Yeah. So it's not as rigid as one might think. I'm sure in other cases, there have been and there probably still are situations where people don't have a choice. You have a choice, but I feel like one, it's really quick, two, you're really young, and three, the people that you trust most, your parents, are really urging this along. My parents had um, a traditional arranged marriage back in the early 80s where they knew each other for a few weeks, and I think that's a lot of what our parents experienced. But I do have cousins that are probably a decade older than me, and they've had some version of an arranged marriage. The parents did make the choice for them to meet this person. Mm -hmm. They agreed, and then they sort of have this supervised chaperone dating situation for a few months. I was reading this article. We have this thinking in our head that, you know, the more time and effort we spend on a decision, especially the big ones, we're going to be happier with the outcome. But that's not always the case. And they, they compared it to this study of furniture shoppers at Ikea. And the people who thought less about the furniture were happier with their decision a few weeks later. So I don't know if you can kind of like relate that to an arranged marriage where you're just, you're kind of going with your gut feeling and maybe that leaves you with, you know, more room for satisfaction. There's less expectation. One of the taboo version of arranged marriage is um, the issue around when it happens. A lot of times you're 
much younger, especially the woman, right? They're in their mm-hmm. teens. To Neha's point, as more time goes by and you're not getting married in your teens, you're getting married in your 20s or 30s, you start to develop your own version of your identity. I do feel like there's this sense of self-understanding. I think the counterpoint to that is that you grow together. Maybe you don't have all this baggage from prior relationships and you don't have the checklist and you don't have that many expectations. You're like ripe and ready. You want to be in an emotional and a physical relationship with somebody. And this is it. This was love handed to you on a platter and you were ready for love. You know, how many of us dated and like six months into it or a year into it, the guy wasn't into marriage. That's never an issue with arranged marriage. Like the guy's <laughs> into marriage. <because laughs> there's something to be said about both being in the same mindset, both mm-hmm. not having a whole lot of baggage necessarily. I mean, obviously like, you know, what's too young. I'm not, you know, advocating for like child brides. For the record, Chitchat does not promote child brides. I mean, I kind of felt like a child bride when I got married at 27. So did I. Oh, you know, okay, looking guys. back at it now, okay, I feel like guys. I was too, too young. You were not All right. a child bride. All right, guys. My New York um, yeah. 26 is a child bride. Also when you're dating, like, you know, when you go into the next person, you may compare like what the previous boyfriend did. Did I ever tell you guys that I was paid to go on a date by a professional matchmaker? Oh, I thought this no. was going down like a totally different route. I not bad, but tell us about the date. Yeah. I was paying eight hundred bucks. One hundred? What year? It was like an idea for inflation. I mean, I want to know what you could buy with a hundred dollars. An hour and a half on a jet ski. I don't know why I'm entertaining this. Anyway, the point. <laughs> she had kind of vetted him and figured out like what his intentions were and then she vetted me and figured out what my intentions were and then she set us up did this woman have a website was she legit yes she has a website were you enrolled in a matchmaking service she advertised on facebook for a short indian girl and my friend saw it and was like i know a short indian girl (laughs) that could have just been into like indian midgets like that's so (laughs) i love being silly with you girls but i think it's time to wrap up for today cultural expectations surrounding marriage and dating evolve with each generation our parents had success with arranged marriages but raising us in the u.s means that we place more emphasis on individuality that the relevance of traditional arranged marriages has faded over time thank you so much for tuning in to our latest episode of chit chat If you have any questions for the Chit Chat crew, have topics you'd like us to discuss, or just want to share your feelings, please feel free to email us at ilovechitchat at gmail.com. Don't forget, chat is spelled with two A's. Talk soon.